0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Psychic Salon. I'm your host, Rose, and thank you so much for joining me today. So today I have as my guest, Illy Gallardo. She is a sound healing and sound therapy practitioner out in New York City. Um, so Illy is an incredible, intuitive clairvoyant, and um, I met her through the Nirvana apprenticeship that I did recently. and. She's gonna be talking today a little bit about when she grew up, how she always had um, she always had these clairvoyant or intuitive feelings about things and can sense things that were around her, but she learned to kind of shove it down and pretend that it wasn't real just because most people told her that. So this is her story of how what that was like for her, and then also how she kind of um grew into a woman who then realized like no, this has to come out. This is part of who I am. And um, I'm super interested in this because I feel like there's a lot of people that might be able to relate to that specifically. You learn at a young age to kind of push this to the side. So her story is beautiful and it's inspiring. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Hi, Ellie. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Hi. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so, so excited.
0: (laughs) Me too. Like I've been looking forward to our talk. For ever since we talked the last time, which was like a few weeks ago, but um, for everyone that's listening, Ilya and me had met in Nirvana Apprenticeship, which was probably one of the best experiences of my life. And um, Ilya is super intuitive and um, she was just such a bright light through our whole program. I was so happy when she said she wanted to talk on the podcast because she's amazing. And I knew it was just gonna make everything more exciting if she was on here as a guest. So thank you. <laughs> oh, I feel like we're feeling the feels. I feel like I could say the same thing about you, though. I feel like I noticed you in the class like right away. I was like, "Oh, I like her vibe." <laughs> I know, but I'll be honest, and I know I'm I'm saying this from like the most genuine place in my heart. Like I feel that way about everybody. Like it really was really cool that I love everybody in the class. Like how often does that happen when you're randomly getting together with twenty people and you feel a connection with every single one? It was unbelievable. So true. I
1: actually also think like we all have met before. Like there's no like doubt in my mind. I think that like we have had past lives before. Like it's, it feels too comfortable. It feels too easy that like I don't see how we didn't.
0: (laughs) I am, I totally feel the same way because it is, it's like kind of like the, Oh, we we're here. We're back again. Like, it feels like this celebration when we did. And again, when me and Ellie are talking, like in the beginning we did, um, where we met our council, which is our spirit guides for the program. And everybody was, um, we all kind of went into meditation and we went to this place and it was so funny. Cause afterwards when everybody came out, it was like, we literally just met each other and, we're all like, Oh, it was like a celebration. And we were dancing. Like we all saw the same thing. And I was like, this feels so funny. Cause it does feel like in a way like, this is just, we're back at it again. We found each other I and love we're back it. at it.
1: <laughs> I, I love it. Cause it's so true. Like, I think that after meeting the council, I had gone, we all go by ourselves. Right. And then we find each other there. But like when we had gone, I had gone by myself and I came back with everybody and everybody looked like kids like everybody looked like a like magic school bus sort of situation everybody looks more youthful happier playful when we came back out of meditation everybody also looked so happy like physically as well so I totally see what you're saying it was really such a great experience
0: oh my gosh it was so fun you know when you say that I don't know my favorite movie I feel like everything in life comes back to this movie for me like it's become my analogy for every part of life was Labyrinth did you ever watch Labyrinth? With Bowie. oh my gosh that was like that was the movie when I was growing up and there's that final scene when she's at home and then she looks at all the characters end up in her bedroom <laughs> they're all like these and it's hilarious because it is it's like was like that kind of goofy fun weird like oh you felt like you're back together like you have been in this weird world and now you're finally finding each other again somehow oh my uh, god I love that <laughs>
2: that's
0: funny It's so funny. So, okay, let's get into this because the reason you're here is because obviously the the whole point of this podcast is for people to share their stories about their psychic experiences and otherworldly experiences, because I find the more I talk about it, everybody has a story to some degree. So yours is really interesting um, because you had experiences as a child and you became aware as a child. And I find that fascinating because this is something that Kind of started then and followed you throughout your life. And it was something you had to figure out. So um, I'm setting you up there because I want you to kind of get into it because the way you describe it is really fun. Um, And I always, I'm also just to say this too, like, especially when kids are aware of these things, which I think a lot of kids are, right? But you kind of kept it and you kept it close. And that's, I think, unique. So your story has a bit of magic just because I feel like um, that often gets lost. So I want to see kind of how this unfolded in your life and now how you're using it today. Okay. I'll let, I'll let you go.
1: <laughs> you I just start. Want to say, like how amazing I think that the work that you're doing is too, because, um, it can be really isolating. Right. This type of work, it can be like these experiences can be isolating and like by getting this word out there and talking about it, it goes ahead and it doesn't make it taboo anymore. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, actually, I have an experience like that. There are other people like that out there like me. And so I love the fact that you're just giving this platform as well. Um, But yeah. <laughs> about me (laughs) i mean yeah when i was little things used to happen all the time i feel like um i really did fall into this and like i was saying to you earlier it does feel like it was just meant to be i don't think it was ever really a choice i know we say we everything's a choice but i think that this wasn't for me (laughs) um and uh, so growing up when I was little, um, the first thing that really comes to mind is like my first and then quote unquote imaginary friend, right? <laughs> like, exactly. I like, grew up in Brooklyn and we were like on the second floor and I have four older sisters and my parents and we were, you know, we we're crowded in all the time. And my sisters used to be like, oh, Ely has an imaginary friend. She has an imaginary friend. And then I was like, OK, I guess that's what he is. Until this day, I feel like I can still remember what he looks like. I remember his hoodie and I remember his like Reebok hoodie. It was,
2: oh, wow. Like, like,
1: Reebok hoodie. And like he had like curly hair that almost like went up <laughs> like in a spike sort of way. And I remember this when I was like I had to be like four or five.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> How old was he?
1: He had to be he was like a teenager. I remember. Okay. Like, I remember him being a teenager, and what I used to do, and if this is TMI, sorry, when I used to go pee, right? (laughs) (laughs) I used to, like, go sit on the toilet, and he would sit across. Like, we had this, the the toilet was completely across from the tub, and he used to sit on the rim of the, like, tub. And I used to play, like, teacher with him. Like, okay, so you're the student, and I'm the teacher. And I would just talk to him. And my mom and my sisters used to be like, oh God, there she is talking to herself (laughs) in the bathroom. And like, you're so young, right? You're just like, yes, this is my imagination. And you're already being told like from a very young age, this isn't real. This is like, not, this is just
0: an over, like, yeah. But this is what's, when you're so little too, like you are just trusting what adults are telling you, but, Okay. Did you at that age? I don't know if like you're young and like if these things made sense. Yeah, but like, did you at that age di- understand the difference between your imagination, imagination, and then this? Did this feel different even at that age? I don't
1: think so. I don't think I really completely understood. Right? Like I.
0: Yeah, because you're still living it in would... like a magical world, and so if somebody's just telling you, you're like, okay, I guess this is imagination.
1: Yeah, it's almost like it's it's hard to, I guess imagination for me is almost like there's a little bit of control that comes in, right? There's a little bit of control where it's just like, okay, I can imagine a purple tree. Yes. And when it came to him, it was like he would just show up. And I was like, I don't know why I keep on thinking about this guy. Or like, even when I was like, even when I was like in the car, I remember there was this one time there was a song that had came on. And he wasn't with me because I used to specifically see him like in that apartment. Um, this is like Williamsburg before the gentrification and everything. But um, I used to see him uh, in the apartment specifically. And I was in the car and there was this one song that came on. And I was like, oh, yeah, he likes this song. <laughs> like, oh my God. And it would just come to mind. And it was just this weird not, I was trying to understand it, I guess, in a way, as much as you can try to understand it as a kid, we're like, okay, well, they're telling me this is imaginary, it's imaginary. Um, But then, yeah, like, I think he stayed there. And we moved from that area to like the Ridgewood Bushwick area. And we went into a super active house, like the house. Ridiculous (laughs) with the amount of activity that house was like, also, one of the first ones in the area. It used to be a farm. Like it was insane, and there was always these things that were constantly happening. Like, and I think everybody felt it. I, everybody felt the energy. Like again, I do think everybody's intuitive, but I do think that energy's kind of semi had it out for me in a way. Oh. <laughs> like it was insane, and I remember so many situations. And I wish that I can go one by one. Um, but like a there,
0: magnet, like they just found you, like you.
1: <laughs> it was so uncomfortable for the longest time. Like there was this one time I was like opening the backyard door and it was just this red energy. And I, I and again, like there's almost no words to really describe it. I see it and it comes from like almost behind and like pushes me. Right. Uh-huh. I was like, OK, like that freaked me out right there. And then you would see there was also a little girl that I would see in the basement. And there was also another time where I thought that it was my sister. Like I was following her upstairs and um she was going into the room. I was like, Karen, Karen, like I'm talking to you. Turn around. <laughs> I'm here. And um she goes into the room. I go to follow her in the room, go into the room, and there's nobody there.
0: Right? It was like so, real, real until you went into that room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. Yeah.
1: And it was just, there were so many experiences. Um, And what ended up happening was that during like the teenage years, it got more heavy, right? And I started to get really bad nightmares, but they were reoccurring. They were, it was the same one for years. I want to say six to seven years. It was Mm -hmm. about the same one over and over and over. And it was this like bigger man, and he would like kind of go on top and then like sway me around and like after a while I was just like okay like just do whatever you want I got so used to it but at the same time I was like I I need to sleep right um and my sister had found Dr. (laughs) Dagonitner who is the most amazing person in the whole wide world and she had been going to her for a while and she was like I think that you should go and this was specifically just for sleep. At this point, I'm like this is all in my head still. Like this is all like my imagination. I totally was starting to write it off even if I heard things. It was just in there in my head. I was like I'm making it up. I'm making it up. I'm making it up. Cuz that's what it was told. That's what Yeah. It was told to me. Um so I go to Degany. <laughs> I'm like here like help me sleep. That's literally the only thing I gained, went to her for. And she's like yeah, you're super intuitive. You're not crazy. <laughs> and there was specifically, um, one male energy that came up during that session. And I'll remember it, um, till today. And she's like, he really just admires you and is looking for help. That was hmm. it. And she was this the same
0: guy that was visiting you in your dreams. Yep. Oh, somebody different. Okay. Okay. So
1: that took me actually a while to clear out. Okay. Um, And that also happened, I think, like, a month later after the session with Degany. My sister's, like, I had the weirdest dream. And it was, like, this guy came on top of me and then swerved me around. I was, like, welcome to my life. Wow. (laughs) And that was, like, her only having it once. I had it almost every single night for years. And I was, like, okay. Now that was also just, like, reaffirming that I wasn't crazy. And, like, this was all real. So Degany um, totally helped me clear out that energy. And I remember when he decided to leave, there was like a gust of air that felt like went through us. And she and me just looked at each other, our eyes like wide open. And we're like, did you feel that? And I was like, yeah, I felt that.
0: Wow. <laughs>
1: insane. And, you know, I continued to be in contact with Deggy um, for, for years. Uh, she's like a dear friend and a mentor. She's amazing. And every single time I would see her, she was like, you should be doing readings. You should be doing readings. You should be doing readings. And you know, I was young. It's like, I don't want that responsibility. I don't know how to do that. Like, and then it's also that comes into yourself where you're like, I don't believe in myself. I don't believe I can actually help people. Yes. I don't believe that I can really do anything. Um so it actually was something that I had to heal and go in to be able to start offering that to the world. Right um but every single time I saw her it was like clockwork uh, you should do readings you should do readings <laughs> um but yeah and then eventually uh I like moved away to Italy it was kind of like on the back burner and like I never really like thought about it I just kind of coped with it and I tried to almost block it out as much as I could um I didn't want, I didn't know how to talk to people about this. Right. How do you tell people?
0: Yeah. Like, Cause what was that? Was it like, yeah, I, well, and I'm just curious, like how you felt about it, why you were trying to, were you just trying to fit into this idea? Cause you didn't want people to think you were crazy. I mean, that's often what I feel like is the thing that comes up. Was that how it was for you?
1: Yeah. It, it was this fear that I was like, everybody's going to think one, it was probably my biggest pet peeve to be like perceived as a liar. Right. Like it's like, Okay, why would I make this up? <laughs> but also right. like, um, there was this is just I feel like more recent in the more recent years as opposed to a decade ago becoming more of uh, a topic people can talk about and are a little bit more open to before I feel like it was, it had to be this radical, like, Oh, you're a medium and like you right. had this show and all this stuff. And there would be crowds of people around you. And like, it was almost like a rarity, right? Like only one person out of a billion people had it. And that's how, you know, so if you came out and you were like, okay, yeah, I, I see things sometimes and you're, you're afraid of the what's going to come with that, you know? Right. So,
0: that, that definitely was, um, so you were like, I'm just going to do the normal life. Like, yeah. I'm not going to deal with this, but like, it kept coming back. I'm assuming, right. Because you're, <laughs> clearly you're not in this other path. So no. I'm, I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't I leave tried. you alone.
1: I tried. Right. So like my parents are from El Salvador. Like I'm the first generation of, uh, immigrants and there is this like survival guilt, right? Like, it's like, I have to go ahead and get a job that makes sense. I don't almost don't have the luxury of like following like my passion or, well, that's what you tell, like, that's what I told myself. But right. um, like, who am I? Who do I think I am to be able to go down this route, right? I just need to make sure I can eat and I can survive. And uh, I think that also was it as well. Um, but it, it's, yeah it's like isolating i don't know what people were gonna say i didn't know how to like ever describe things how do you describe a color right that doesn't exist to
2: people mm-hmm.
1: um and it it did ca- absolutely keep following me but i kept on blocking out i was like nope, no nope, no nope. like i would do readings for my sisters and that was pretty much it i was like do readings for close friends of my sisters and i was like nope closing this door as soon as we're done i'm closing that door um about a few years ago was probably where it completely changed. Um, so a few years ago, I would say where it is where I like mark my death and my rebirth. Um, and that includes like, I had a really close friend and she out of nowhere, and I could say out of nowhere for me, I don't know if any of everybody else maybe like predicted it, but um, she, she committed suicide Ugh. and, uh, It was really, really rough. Like she just didn't seem like she was depressed or she didn't. She always showed a different side and she was so good at it. And I knew that she had like a difficult relationship with her mother. I knew that she had difficult relationships and I, we got really close because I always felt like I needed to care for her in a way, you know, like, I think that like when you are a healer, that's always in you. Um, so when she passed, it was in complete shock. And it was like, okay, like, that's when it came knocking, right? Yeah. And and she's like, I can come in if you want. And Ah. I'm like, no. (laughs) Like, that means that I had to accept that she passed, right? Ah. That means that, like, it's just another... It, it it and it, it was hard because she was happier on the other side
0: and that's there, heartbreaking yeah I mean it's like a gift for her to visit but heartbreaking because you're still here having to deal with that yeah yeah
1: and like it's just like there's a part of you like even when it, grieving and death is hard on everyone but like also seeing her happy made me happy but also just like oh, man, like, why couldn't you stay? Like, I was mad at her mm-hmm. for, like, transitioning because she looks different now, right? She's She looks purple and she looks airy and she looks like I can't really, like, grab her to stay still. Uh, and I wanted to have her, like, on our Friday nights where we watched scary movies and we joked around and now the jokes come, like, randomly. <laughs> uh, but it was different. Like, I can't text her. Mm-hmm. Like, or, or like she doesn't send me memes well she does send me like jokes <laughs> nowhere but be- at the time so I was so upset I went into like a pretty severe depression um severe anxiety and um I was this is <laughs> I was basically on suicide watch for a bit Ugh. And it was hot. it was hard. It was rough. I remember with like my therapist, she was like, "We need a plan," <laughs> because after her passing, it was hard for me to wake up every single day and want to live. I was just like, "What's the point? This hurts too much, right?" And uh, how do I? Re- I remember oh, it would almost happen like clockwork. I get up. I like have some sort of okay. Ely, just get through the day by twelve it would like be a panic attack coming in because I was like at 12, oh my God, there's like nine more hours to the day. Mm. How to make it through, go to sleep only to be like, I need to do this again. Right. So it came to a point and, de- and, and it really does make you appreciate your tribe and the people that show up because death is scary for a lot of people and they don't know how to necessarily completely, talk about it or, or
0: be there something sometimes for people. Absolutely. And I I do feel like it's a, it's so lonely, even if you do have people around you, right? Like it's something you go through alone and it's feels even more isolating and scary. I, when you're describing this, I just, my heart goes out to you because it is like that dark place that you're just having to figure out for by yourself for a while.
1: (laughs) Uh, And it would be like, there, there was like a, a lot of anger in me as well, where it was just like, when people would be like, uh, I remember my sister was like, you know, I know what it feels like to be heartbroken. I got broken up
0: with. I was like, it's nothing like that. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> you know, cause people have the best of intentions. Like that's that awkward thing. Like they don't know how to say things. Right. And the, but then they end up saying stuff and you're like, no, <laughs> like, no.
1: <laughs> like, uh, I, like- yeah. So true. It's like, you don't get it. You don't get it. But there was also a part of me that was shutting that out. Right. Like I didn't want to heal. Right. Like I was, I wasn't ready. I wanted to stay in almost this dark hole because at the same time, it just mirrored exactly how I felt inside. And Mm -hmm. that's the only feeling that felt like resonated. Um, But it does really make, it really, really does make, um, you appreciate the tribe that does come out. Like Degany was definitely one of those people. Um, like my best friend as well. Like it. it was like, wow, <laughs> you brings that, that also the connections bring the hope, right? You're yeah. like, okay. So like one day it's going to feel better. And that's the hope that's like puts you through or pulls you through these times. And I didn't know how low I could get. I can't, I would say that I was a really happy person. Right. But I do think at the same time, I was also neglecting or completely turning a blind eye to a lot of like traumas in my life or a lot of things that had happened. And this was just like mating making it burst at the seams. Like there's that saying where somebody gets shot, Mm-hmm. And instead of taking the bullet out, it like heals, but it's all like pus and it's all infected. Now it was like the time where I was like, yeah, I had gotten shot. Now I have to go ahead and actually take the bullet out and cut it open again for it to heal correctly. Yeah. If that makes
0: sense. No, totally. I mean, and what you're describing, it's interesting too, because I think this is something, even when you're younger, you go through this where, you know, there's all these different sides to you. it. And it sounds like part of what you were going through is this, like you're merging yourself to become who you really are. And you were trying to ignore this as though you could, This was like an undeniable moment of you can't, right? Like, it sounds like this was, yeah, you tried to ignore something because they think you think maybe you get to choose. And I, I mean, some people do and try to, but like, you can only go so far before it's like really starts to affect you when you're denying something that is so a part of who you are.
1: Absolutely. I think that's exactly what it was. I don't, like the person I am today is very, very different from the person I was before. It was almost the, before it was like the people pleaser. It was like, I didn't really have a voice. I don't feel like I can ever show myself. I don't really think that I'm valuable. And then when this had happened, And I like to think of it as her last gift to me, like in the world, right? As bad as that sounds, it's not that like, I'm happy she's gone at all. No, I miss her. But she showed me a huge lesson, probably the biggest lesson of my life, which is she gave me the opportunity to really break everything down and show me how strong I am and how I can actually get out and come out Mm -hmm. on the other end brighter and happier and Again like I love her but I don't I I wonder where I would have been if she was still here too. Right you know?
0: like how long would you have how long would this I understand right it's not things in the world are chaotic sometimes like these things it's not that you ever wanted it to happen or wished for it to happen but um yeah it it sounds like it was it, it was a catalyst for major transformation for you. Uh, like you I, went through that butterfly cocoon stage. <laughs> You turned into mush and you came out a different person.
1: Total mush. I like <laughs> total, total, total mush. And it really made, set me out on this journey where I started to open up that door, right? Open up that door and be like, okay, I let her come in, right? I was like, and she's like, what are you complaining about? <laughs> like, First thing she told me was just like, "Can you go get a drink?" (laughs) Because like, just like I don't get to drink up here. How about you go get a drink? And she, she was so much happier. And even with her joking around, it would still at first bring me like to tears. Then slowly, once I did it again more and more, but I also started opening up myself to like learning more about spiritual healing, learning more about, because that's one of the great things that Degami does, right? She goes ahead and she offers information for you to understand it more. So she was like one of these pillars of knowledge or like this huge piece in that as well. And she also kind of opened, helped me open that door to finding other levels of, okay, well, what is, you know, Nikki, what is, you know, like, and I know that's really common right now, but also what is sound healing? What is, you know, the emotion code? Yeah. Is, um family constellation therapy, you know, like Ooh. you have all these doors that are now open. And I was like, okay, let's go ahead and like peek in. Let's peek in here. Let's peek in there. And then as I started to grow that knowledge, I found what feels like home.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Um it just felt right. And I told I told my fiance I was like I was reading I'm not sure what book I was but it was probably definitely one. Oh, I think it was like Tich Nhat Hanh, like the the Vietnamese monk. And um he's like I, and I'm telling him, "Hey, I think this is like really useful information for the world." Right? And I was like I feel like I could be going ahead and offering this to the world. Oh. That's when it, like, I knew that it was transitioning over. And, like, I was feeling more grateful for life. I was feeling like, wow, it's almost like when you're that low, everything feels beautiful. Mm. (laughs) You know? everything feels beautiful. And even when you meet people and you're like, and he's yelling at this like supermarket lady and you're like, why are you so mean? But then also at the same time, you're like, oh man, I just want to give you a hug. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, what happened here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just are seeing things so differently. Yeah. And I mean, it's funny that that just changed you so much. And like, even when you're saying like, I was open to these things and it's been around like It's interesting because you were always this intuitive person to a degree you accepted that you were different and that was kind of part of you. But now it's like you are able to embody these things. They're not just these external, oh, this is cool. It's about energy. Yes, I believe in this stuff. It's awesome. It's like I embody this and now it's a tool that I can use when I learn it as opposed to just understanding it. Like it's interesting because it's it's, um, also one of those things I feel like when you're, I don't know why this is like one of those analogies I like to use when you go to college and you're learning about something versus when you're on the job, learning something, it's like you're learning through experience. Now you have this thing that has like changed something so much inside of you. Now you're approaching it. And it's like, yeah, like I loved when you just said that too, because it's so beautiful. And this is what I feel like is like needed is like being able to come out as your spiritual self and own it because what you have is so powerful. And then when you're able to. Be in that, like how dig and eat is like look at how much she's able to when you step out as your own person, it allows other people to. So, like, that's what I feel like I'm so like I admire you so much for is because you do so many interesting things now. And like you just even said, family constellation. I don't even know what that is. Like, I feel like that sounds amazing, but it's so interesting because it it really is something that I think people a lot we're in a place in this world where we need healing. So, for you to get to that place and own it is so brave, but also so amazing and needed. like absolutely, specifically your energy. You have like a really unbelievable energy. <laughs> like it, it is needed right now. So, I love when you say that because it's, um, I mean, that's what excites me is to see more people show up in their own that way.
1: i I, I love that you say that. And also, thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, I think the same about you. But I also feel like it's almost in not a way where it feels daunting, a responsibility, like a beautiful responsibility to have, right? right? Because that's how I was like, okay, I know what it is to be that low. How mm-hmm. can I help people get out of that, right? Yeah. Of course, I can't do the work for them, but I can provide some sort of platform and I can help them shift. And that's really where... The, that's really my goal, right? Is just to help because if we can, and everybody should, it, it's like when they say the trauma isn't our fault, but it is our job to heal. It. Yes, I think there's a few things that go into that. I think when we heal ourselves, we're healing our lineage. We're healing the world. We're healing the universe. Same thing with like meditation, right? When we do meditation, some people say, oh, it's like a selfish act. It's actually not. <laughs> it's not really that selfish because yes, it does go ahead a little bit, but it should be, I guess, what I should say. It goes into you, it recenters you, it realigns you in that way. You're better for the world and you go ahead yes. and help realign the universe.
0: Yes, well, I've been saying that I feel like what is selfish and self-serving is self, it is part, it's being part of the community. When you're able to take care of your energy, your energy then is able to kind of, help other energies around you. I, I think that somebody was just asking me about this with um, minimum wage. And I always think this is so, and I, I guess this is not a topic I'm not trying to like get into like the politics of this by any means, but like at the base level, it's like, if other people are doing well, you're going to do well. That just makes sense to me. I know that, again, I'm overgeneralizing, but I, with something like that, it's like, yes, it, it's self-serving to take care of the people that are in your community, to want that for them because in the selfish way, that's good for you. But if you 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 can come at it from both ways, because I think it is one and the same. When you're doing it for yourself, you are doing it for others. And when others are doing well, you're doing well.
1: A hundred percent. I totally agree with you. Um, and it's funny because you're like, I know
0: I'm overgeneralizing, but I'm also just like, it really is that simple. It, yes. I do feel that way too. Yes. And let me clarify. I do believe that you know, <laughs> a thousand percent. I, but I, you know, I, yes. I, I think that it's that simple. And I
1: think that um, when we show up for others, and we show up for ourselves. It's it's a unifying experience, right? Um, it's like in it brings me back to the um, sound healing, right? When you think about all the waves in the ocean, right? And you're sitting on the beach, right? And you're seeing these waves crash in. That one wave that you're seeing is actually the combination of all the waves in the entire ocean.
0: Wow! Yeah,
1: right. Which is so beautiful. <laughs> to think because we're all in this together and me looking out for, let's say I'm saying, okay, I want to go ahead and help heal people and like deal with their mourning and deal with their pain. And I can help them hold that. But also at the same time, I know that it's also semi for me because if I go ahead and help them out and they're out in the world feeling better, that's universal. Mm-hmm. Right. And then i
0: that's the world I get to live in. Right. But that is the the key thing too, because like, and I know I've done this to myself where like I've been off balance and then there's a sense of obligation. Now I'm filling other people's cups and I'm not doing mine. Cause I feel like this, I, I have this belief where it's like you help others, but then if you're not taking care of yourself, it doesn't matter that you're doing. So it's just as important to turn inward as it is outward. I think when you're balanced, you could give more, but when you're not, it's that's a sign to come back to yourself. Oh, you know, totally. so it's all about balance. It is all about like looking at both. Like one's not more important than the other. They both they, they have to balance each other,
1: right? No, I I completely agree. And it's funny because I have this idea. I don't really share it with everybody, but I'll go ahead. I Better feel me. Like, <laughs> I feel like um, you know, I do believe in reincarnation. Right. I do believe in past lives. And I feel like as much as we are in these meat suits, as you can say, there's a lot of these like bodies that take in in like Family Constellation. I am getting trained in Family Constellation currently. (laughs) It takes on, this body, physical body, takes on a lot of patterns and traumas from our lineage, right? Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, we weren't in this family, I guess, all the time, right? Sometimes <laughs> it is. So I think that it's almost our responsibility to heal ourselves because not when we heal ourselves, we're like healing the past, yeah. right? And we're helping heal our future because whoever takes on our meat suit DNA after this. Yeah. And be released from some, at least as much as we can release from what we healed.
0: Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
1: And I think that's how we make our contribution. I think a lot of times we're like, I don't have time for self-care. I have to go to work. I have to, I get that we do, have this, but you are your number one priority. My dad used to say this thing, and it's, it's the funniest thing he goes, Eliana, there's three really, really important people in your life. You ready? And I'm like, yeah, dad, okay. Number one, you. Number two, you. Number three, you. <laughs>
0: I love your dad.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it really is like coming back to taking care of yourself is almost the best thing you can do.
0: Right. Right.
1: Let's take care of me. Yeah. And not use excuses. We use excuses and we say things like I can't, because it's better or easier, I guess, to hide behind ego and be like, I just don't deserve that. So I'm gonna say I'm I'm at that limit. Mm -hmm. And um, but when we start breaking those limiting beliefs and we start moving forward, we're like, actually, that has no solid ground. Let me like break another, break another, you find a more beautiful part of yourself, you find so much more value and then you just enjoy life more, I think. (laughs) Like you're like, have gratitude for everything. Right. It's like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Maybe things aren't completely quote unquote the way it should be going. Who cares? I'm so grateful that I get to breathe this beautiful free air. I get to be on this land. I get to, there are so many things that we get, I guess, can take advantage of in a way just by being alive. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you go ahead and love yourself, you can love the world even more and take yeah. in the things that maybe we take for granted,
0: not for granted. I think that's beautiful. No, it's, it's amazing. And you know, I don't even, I haven't have nothing to add to that. I thought I did <laughs> like you, you, I'm just like processing it. And it is, it's, um, in so many ways, it's like, and then I do feel like that, that's this part, like we're broken into a million different pieces of glass of the same thing. Right. So it is healing when you do pay attention to yourself and you're able to like, give that to yourself, like to stop. Cause I mean, as humans, like there's all this like biology of like our subconscious and getting caught in patterns So to be able to be aware of it, sometimes that's even just the first step is to just start paying attention and being like, why? Like one of the things that helped me so much, I think when we were doing um, the, um, the program together was some of the basic tools that we learned. I'm a hairstylist. So I'm always used to being around people's energy. And it's funny because like, again, looking back, I think once I was in the class, I was able to own some stuff that I was like saying in a different, completely different way, but like how you were explaining, I kind of just shoved it away as though it was like an option in my life, you know? And then I realized like how much harm I was doing myself by cutting myself off from something that was so important. I think I took it for granted because it was just what it was and I would use it. And like, I didn't understand it though. Like, so when I was like cut off for so long, I was, I was struggling. Like I was having such a hard time. And, um, it's funny and like, very simple. This is just like one little thing, but like, as a hairstylist, like you, you're talking to people and I love being able to create a space where people can come in and it's non judgmental. I have wonderful clients. I've always been lucky that I attract like really cool people, but I didn't realize I can take care of my own energy, the way that I learned how to do it by clearing it. And it's funny. It's like going on a walk. It's like not knowing that you could have exercised to make your body feel better or stretch or eating. Right. I think this is one of those key components that I thought like it was easy for me to brush off. Cause again, in this, in this, um, on our culture here in America, probably in a lot of places too, but it's easy to brush this off and say that it's optional Yeah, and it looks like like so many different things to people. So I didn't spend time to figure that out. So when we did this, I was like, that was groundbreaking for me. And it really shifted things in such a short period of time. Granted, like, I think I was like looking for, sometime. So when I found it, I was just mentally in a place to start being like, yes, I'm doing this. And then by doing it, I was open. So like going back to being aware, I was very aware that what I was doing wasn't working, but I didn't know what to do instead. So I think like, it's funny, like I felt this kind of like trapped in my own prison thing. And then it was just being able to like clear my energy was like, this is huge. Now I feel like I'm more sensitive to the things that are coming to me. I'm more open to like messages that I'm getting. And I'm like, oh, I could do this, this podcast being one, you know, like how often I'd get like an idea and be like, oh, that'd be fun to do. And I would just like throw it away because now I got to do this, this, and this, because this seemed important to me was like all these other things. And I was like, I hear I'm being given these gifts and I'm constantly throwing them away, not paying attention to it. But it also took like this whole thing of me, like. Being like, what the hell is going on here? What? Why? What's wrong? Why am I not? And I was just—I don't feel like it was luck. I feel like the program showed up when it did at the right time because I think that was part of it too. It was kind of like, here you go, you know. Totally. It's um,
1: it's interesting that you say that because it's so common. I think you're so right, and I think as empaths, Mm -hmm. we do we are absorbing so much, yes. right? And it really is this huge shift from being an absorber to an observer. Yes. Right? And it's also like, you will hear people going through a hard time and you're like, damn, that sucks. And you want to hold it for them. You want to hold it for them because we are more givers. A lot of times we're givers, yes. right? You want to hold it, but you're really taking that in. One, you're not helping them because that means that you don't believe that they can hold their own.
0: Ah, uh, yes. To, so good to say that.
1: Yeah, It's it too, they need those are their lessons, their journeys. You're almost yeah. robbing them from it because you're like, I want to help, but also like taking the lessons away from them. Yes. So, like, it's, it's, it, and it could be draining, right? Because it's not yours. It's not yours and it's not serving you. You're not filling yourself up with your own energy. You're letting others come in. And I think that that's really, really draining. And I think that's why there is so many thoughts that come in where it's just like, oh, I don't have the time for me. I don't have the time for me. I don't have the time for me. But if your best friend called you, you'd be like, oh, of course I drop everything. Right. Yes. It should be mutual. You should be able to drop everything for yourself as well. Right. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) care for yourself as well.
0: You're exactly right about all of this. You're exactly right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's funny though. But the, I mean, it's funny because like, you don't, like, I didn't realize that for the longest time. So I thought I was feeling as my, as a person, like, Oh, because there was a time when I, I always think this is funny too. When I was younger, just like you can eat a lot of junk food when you're younger and get away with it and not feel the effects. I think I was able to do that. And so like, I did benefit because I like being and I like being able to do that with people, but I wasn't, I wasn't cleaning my own energy out. So after a while, it did start to get heavy, you know? So you're right. And that's the other thing, the boundaries, spiritual energetic boundaries. You can have that. Like, that's a huge lesson. And I want to say this to anybody who's like, because I feel like I still get a lot of people um, that are confused about a lot of this. And they, you know, you talk about psychic or the word psychic or anything. And it's like, (laughs) oh, you shouldn't do it. And it's evil. Alina actually just wrote a post about this. And I thought it's funny. You get to have boundaries about this stuff. You don't yeah. just get to invite any bad energy. This is not, that's not, it's kind of a big misconception of how a lot of this works, but you have that. You have, you always have that as your, yeah, your, um, right in energy. <laughs> you know, you don't have to accept what's not yours and you don't have to, you're not just going to unwittingly invite something evil in. You know, like that's just not how it works. I don't think, I don't know. How do you feel about that actually? I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, maybe I have very clear boundaries. So you're working for me. What do you think? Boundaries are
1: necessary. I don't think they're optional. Right. Like also I think I will speak to two things. One, um, <laughs> you're like nothing. If you're coming to get red almost for the first time, nothing that you don't want usually comes in. right?
0: Like it's exactly. Like, if
1: you're not ready for it. You're not ready for it. And Two boundaries are really, really important, and I think that there there, it's you can't say that the dark doesn't exist, that's naive, right? Right. It, It totally does, right? It's our one of our biggest teachers, right? The light is, I would consider, our mentor, and the
0: dark is our teacher, yeah.
1: And um, without boundaries, that's when I feel like the funky stuff starts to happen, right? Like, I feel like there used to be. Um, I used to be so, that's another thing that stopped me from completely taking in. Cause I was like, oh my God, things are going to come to me all even more. And then I was like, actually I get to choose what comes in. And so like, if, if somebody is doing a reading with me, they'll be like, oh, do you see anybody else around me? No, because I didn't invite anybody else around you. <laughs> you know? I'm like, I do <laughs> call them, you know, <laughs> I call the shots. I control energy. The energy doesn't control me. Yes. And, um, It's funny because for a while there were funky things that would happen. Right. And I think one of the like very last growth spurts that I had in this work was, and if I scare anybody, I'm sorry, I'm a fan. (laughs) um, There were like really creepy kind of things coming around. And I think it was because I had already healed 80 that it was the 20 that I needed it to. So it was like the thicker, heavier stuff, the last bit of it. And I remember um, in the beginning when they used to come around, I used to like go on like defense mode. I was like, come at me, come at me. <laughs> but then that doesn't work, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I shifted and there was this, I'll go into description because it was so weird. It was this like kind of, it looked kind of like skeletony, right? It looked like the ribs were like all tangled, like really long white hair, and like, I was like trying to sleep and it was there and it was trying to like mimic also like my fiance, right? Cause he hmm. asleep, right? And I that was like-
0: This is creepy, yeah. <laughs> that would terrify me.
1: <laughs> and I was like, no, you aren't my fiance. You aren't Elvis, you are something else. And it like starts to kind of like weirdly pick me up in a way. And I was like, I was like, okay, Ellie, like breathe in. You know, this has kind of happened before let's go ahead and just like try to try to try our tools. Right. And then it like kind of goes like kind of poking at me and I'm like, so how can we get you to heaven? (laughs) It went away. (laughs) Wow. And that's where it was like, really love is the highest vibration. Right. That's where you learn. That's really just as hurt as it is. Right. Like that it can't even accept it. So yes. it, like, and then it was almost like annoyed. <laughs> and I was like, well, well before, because it feeds off the scared energy. If you're scared, yeah. then it's yes, dinner. <laughs> but <laughs> if you go ahead and you're like, Hey, you know what? You, and this is also has to be, this is like probably more advanced, but like protective. Right. I'm like, you can't stay here. I'm telling you that, Yeah. but I hope you find love somewhere. You know, like, and then sometimes you paint and put little stairs. I remember there was this one woman in my sister's room and like, she was obsessed with my sister. And I think she wanted my sister to be alone so that they could be alone together. Mm. And so this is like almost weirdly waiting for my sister to die so that they could be alone. And like, I was just like talking to her, like showing her love. And I was like, Hey, you want to take these stairs? And she was, you know, at first she was scary, right? She looked like she was all wet and Like, I don't know how she passed, but I was like looking at her and she's just like pain. I was like, how about we take these stairs? And she didn't want to at first, but she knew that she had to leave my sister because I was telling her, you got to leave her. And she like slowly like starts to take the stairs and she took it all the way up. Wow. That helped transition them over. And that's almost that's the light's job. Right. And when you come from light and you come from love it's almost
0: just like the dark. is just like, okay, you're there. I'm, you know, I'm glad you said that because like I was speaking specifically from my experience. So clearly lots of people do. And that maybe is a valid thing them too, because some people might be open to it and don't realize how, what to do. And then it is terrifying. So that's, I feel like this is where people can come to healers. There's people that do shadow work and do kind of stuff. And I feel like probably would help somebody through this. Um, somebody was, I was watching some, something, I'm going to have to remember what it was, but they described it. And I loved this analogy because, you know, you always hear these like things, but they were, and I think actually dig and eat use the same thing. So it's funny because it's now that I'm remembering her talking about it, but like the ocean, like how you light and dark. Right. So you have the depth of the ocean where no light exists. But you have above and there's the sun. So depending on where you're at, right? You're either in light or you're, but they always balance each other out. You know, you can come up, but it's not like the the that energy that's like deep and dark can rise, but it's like they're going through a process. I think that's kind of as humans, right? and our souls, we're on earth for to learn some of these lessons too, to help change our vibration. But there's always a balance, right? It does always exist. Exactly. And it's kind of always going to be at this kind of state. One won't take over the other. There's like a balance constantly.
1: Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's like without those dark times in our own lives, how could we have understanding? How could we have compassion? Right. How? You won't be able to. Right. Um. It's almost like in this weird way, you love both. Yeah. You love the light because it feels so damn good. <laughs> you know, it feels so good. But then you love the dark in a way, because it's like, you taught me so much. It shows
0: you about yourself. Yeah.
1: Right. Like as much as I don't necessarily think that I loved the dark when I was in it, in the depression, in like the suicidal thoughts and like the anxiety, I love it now because had I not gone through that, I wouldn't be the person that I love today. Yeah. And I love myself so much more now. Like I didn't, I didn't know it was possible to love myself this much. I used to say it because it was like, oh yeah, you know, everybody self love, self love, self love. Love myself, yeah, I, yeah, right.
0: <laughs> I feel it. I look at right now. Like, oh, I'm in <laughs> love. <laughs> we we go deep together. <laughs> <In> <laughs> I yeah, it's so funny.
1: I love it. It's it's just like before. It's like okay, this is just this idea, and it's the same way that people are like, love conquers all. It's like in that idea, it's like oh yeah, really. But then when you actually feel it and you experience it, you're like, this is what they're talking about. It's kind of like when they're saying like, oh, when you meet that person that's meant for you, you just know. <laughs> you're like, okay, how does that make sense? But. It is that simple where it's just like, yeah. oh, I get what you guys were talking about. Yeah. I totally love myself. I totally love myself. And I totally just love everything, right? Like it's in, and, and, and this is like maybe simple where it's just like, I, I have my bad days too.
0: Everybody does. Of course. Yes. Right.
1: But I find myself in longer waves of happiness, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, cause you yeah. can navigate, you have a, like a level. So wait, and this is okay. And I know now we've been talking and talking and like, you were, you were talking about your story and how you kind of got to this point. And this is one of the things I wanted to talk about too, because now you have like, well, wait, let me rewind a little bit where you were going to school. You felt like you needed to do something and you, and what were you trying to do? Because you were you were getting into, what was it? What field were you originally? Coding. <laughs> I
1: coding. was doing that I was miserable. I was like, you know, it just felt, it, it was the last piece for sure of trying to do what was expected of me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like coding, yes. This is like, there will always be work in coding. We're just expanding, expanding, expanding. The money is there. I'll be happy. I'll be like, working 12 hours a day, but still (laughs) like, I'll be okay. And um, I remember that like in school, there was this tutor and I was like, I've been at this for 13 hours. I can't get this code to pass. And he's like, get used to that. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I don't want to get used to that. And it was so wrong. It was so wrong. And I could have done it. There's also like a part of me that's like, yeah, I could have. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, But it felt so wrong. It
2: felt
1: yeah. so out of place. It didn't feel me. And it was also following this pattern of jobs or career choices that just felt so inauthentic. Like I would be at a job and like the people were just, it, it was almost like the universe was try, like trying to push me out because the people were like mean or they just, you know, it wasn't the most comfortable experiences. And then finally, I think that I had this like last code that I was supposed to like get done. And I turned to like Elvis, my fiance and I'm like, I'm done with being unhappy. <laughs> like I'm done with feeling stressed and upset. And like, I can't even enjoy my life like this. And so I was like, okay, that's it. It's over. And I just like pulled out of the program. I was like, no, thank you. And I went full-time into like what I was passionate about, which is
0: healing. <sighs> So at this current point, I know you. are I, I want to know all of it, by the way. But <laughs> what are you currently doing, and what's on the table? I know specifically the thing I'm like so fascinated by is sound healing. This is one of those things I've heard about, but I never. I actually want to come to New York, and come have do a healing session yeah. with you. I will, by the way, it will happen <laughs> after I get my vaccine when you know we can and it's safe. I'm gonna do it. But um, I I'm kind of curious as to like that how that unfolded so like what are the services and what are you doing so
1: um one of the very very um (laughs) many paths that I took was I did study music for a bit at Hunter College when I was like in trying to figure out what I wanted to do and I've always been really really intrigued I didn't do the program for that long um but when I had decided to cut off coding I was like, okay, the clairvoyant healing just is in set. Like, I feel like I have all the tools I need to like open that door and like offer it to everybody. But I'm so interested in sound healing. There has to be like, there has to be a reason I'm so intrigued. And I would see the bowls, and I remember like Deggie used to have one and she would play it right before a session. I was like, whew it was sh- like shivers down and like so now that I know the science behind it and like the work behind it, it totally makes sense. But I remember that being mesmerizing. Even now when I do the sessions, I lose myself. Like I forget where I am. And it's almost like the, the singing balls are talking to me and telling me what to do as opposed uh, to me. It's, I love that. Insane, right? Like, I'm there, and like 20, 30 minutes have passed, and I hear like the, the knock on the door. And my fiance is like, Are you done now? <laughs> 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 oh man, I've been here for a while because I do it for myself every single morning. And um, there's so much. It's so interesting. And I feel like I'm not going to do it justice with like <laughs> as, as much as I have to shorten it. But re- basically, we are all vibration, right? And, um, the idea of, uh, sound healing is really turning a low vibration into a higher consciousness, Mm. right. And realigning and reminding you of your enlightened self. And (laughs) it, it's like music really, it has an effect on you. It's, it's. They found that like, if you're in a minor or like C minor, it will make you feel sad, (laughs) it will. Um, And it really does go back to how we're all vibration. And so working with different, like, I guess, I'm trying to do the best job I can to simplify. (laughs) But like, you use these vibrations to realign, I guess, the client.
0: And- it just makes so much sense to me like all of this makes so much sense and this is one of those things again that i feel like i've started to own myself the, i've always been sensitive to people's energy especially and we all have different so this is something i pick up on and i feel like intuitively so when you even talk about this i'm like yes that makes so much sense right like yeah. in a two and then you can align like because we are energy too so right that makes sense to be in the presence of something these like wave sound waves For sure. That's so cool. So um, how, when you're with a client then, like, are you, is that what you're doing then? Are you picking up on their energy? Like, do you intuitively know what you're needing to do? So um,
1: really the idea is to like release the trauma, right. And get Mm -hmm. into the relaxed state to be able to make space for, you know, what they want to manifest and bring in um to make them there's this really really interesting book if it's um called sound medicine mm. and uh I, I believe dr coltree chandri chandri and i'm i'm definitely butchering her name i feel really bad but uh, <laughs> super interesting and she, that's also what i find my passion is is to go ahead and heal before it turns into something else right Let's heal it before it turns into a sickness. Let's heal it. Because usually that's like where sicknesses come from, right? Mm-hmm. The blocks. Um, but she's so amazing. And, uh, oh, I, forgot, I lost my train of thought. There's so much information.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. And I'm asking you these things and you're like, it's probably so, there's, yeah. Like explain your PhD for me to be short. <laughs> like she'll,
1: she'll say, she, she will talk about how when people are sick, it's not that they're broken. And a lot of times like Western, more modern, will go ahead and approach it in a way where it's just like, this person's broken. Like, that's it. We can't do anything for them. We have to give them a ton of medication and just go that way. And what she explains, it's like in sound healing, sound therapy, nobody's broken. They're just out of tune. Mm -hmm. And so it's basically tuning that person back. And like helping them release these traumatic experiences or their pains and hopefully having them heal and transition towards a healthier body, a healthier soul, a healthier
0: mind. Beautiful.
1: Basically what I would call it.
0: (laughs) That's the best. Yeah, no, I love that. I'm going to check this book out and I will, I'll actually, when um, I put this episode up, I'll make. a a little link so people can see it too, because, um, I find this fascinating. Like I'm super excited to come out and see you and experience this for myself. I mean, on your, you've even just recently did it on your Instagram too. So this is something that you kind of are already doing it and like on a bigger scale for people, but, um, which I love, (laughs) (laughs) that was really fun to watch by the way.
1: Oh, yay. And I think that this is something that almost it's been, turned into like alternative, right? And I don't think it's alternative, right? I think that everyone should have some sort of tool in their life and like to bring in that relaxation, to bring you back to you, bring, bring realign you. Um, and usually when you have clients that are uncomfortable, it's because of there's so much moving, right? Mm-hmm. It so much, It really can take you to places where it's a little bit uncomfortable and you tell them to breathe in you know, just take it in and do the best they can to like, stay calm. That way the vibrations can really um enter their body. Like if you think about it, right, you have, if you yell from like one side of the beach to the other, right, there's all these like molecules and space in between that it's hard for you to hear that other person. But in water, you can hear everything so easily, right? Yeah. Like, le- and we're 60% water. Oh, How- yeah. <laughs> you know and right. this these vibrations are going through you and it's like everybody thinks that okay yeah it goes through my ear and then in 0.8 of a second it goes into my mind and it translates how is how magical is that if you think of it in that short of a time it processes where it tells you how far it is it tells you where it's coming from it tells you so much information why do you, why would you think that it only affects your ears right? right. It, the vibration goes through your body and it goes to your body in a cellular level.
0: It's insane. It's unbelievable, right? To be affected in that kind of a way by something that it seems so simple too. Like we have the, that's the thing. It's like one of those things. It's like always here for us, right? Like, but to pay attention to it this way. Do you remember, do you read that book of the hidden messages in water? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. That's another one. <laughs> It was this, um, and I'm going to totally forget the guy's name. Um, and I like names, right? <laughs> like, I like, I'm so sorry, I respect you, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's like, I all these things, it's like, I forget, I'll, but I'll be able to find it. Um, it's one of my favorite books. It was um, this researcher, and he's in Japan, and he did this whole study about water. And he did these studies, and it was fascinating. I like a little... <clears throat> um, like kind of way that it would work was like, he would do these types of water and it was different types of water too. But again, he, um, I'll simplify. And, um, he would have people come to these different cups and he would do it by thoughts and actual spoken word. And he would, and some of them were actually ignored, but he would do like, go up to this cup of water and, Say loving things to it. I love you. You're amazing. Go to the other cup and say, like, oh, terrible, like whatever, anything like mean and negative. And, and he, again, he did the spoken and he did thoughts. And then he did the ignored cup. Um, and when he would freeze the particles and he would look at how they froze, they froze so differently. It was insane. It. Like, if you just Google this, it was unbelievable. And the ignored one was the worst when it was just completely ignored and left alone. So the, when it was nice, like beautiful, loving things, it was like these beautiful crystals. Like I imagine like a snowflake, just these beautiful patterns. Um, the negative ones were like a little bit more distorted, a little Uh bit more chaotic and the ignored ones made no sense. Um, and he did it, he did this in multiple ways too. So it was like, um, he did samples. They, they even did this on a large scale. Like he would go to these like big lakes and rivers and he would get a sample and then he would have people pray for this lake and he would do a sample. It would be like a world. It would be like this world where people won't even necessarily be there, but their thoughts like they would have this like time. Then he would do the sample and you could see the difference between before when nobody did anything. And then after when people were just praying and thinking positive things for this lake, it was unbelievable. So, Like when you're talking about that, that's, that was kind of the point of this too, is like, we are mostly, we're a lot of water. These messages get carried through us. Like imagine what your thoughts and feelings. And we talk about those things all the time, but it's like, it's actually having a physical effect on us.
1: Absolutely, I totally, absolutely. I love that you said that because it's so true. And then it's funny when people are like, "Oh, I don't believe
0: in energy." What do you mean? <laughs> Whether you believe it or not, it's existing, right? Like, I love, like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm all for ma- modern medicine. I think there's a lot of wonderful things and healing absolutely. things about it. But we're pretty naive to think we've figured everything out. And why would we deny something that is intuitive? These are some ancient practices that have been a long time that I feel like in so many cultures, right. That have been teaching this. So I feel like it seems so um, narrow-minded to think that this wouldn't have an effect on you. That's fine. Everybody has to live in their own reality and figure things out and forget right. to their own point of it. But there is no denying that there, all this stuff, all the things that we're talking about are absolutely real and have huge effect on our lives
1: absolutely it's five thousand years of like this practice yes. you know it's it's of course and it's funny because going more into it like after my certification i was like great but i still need more information and i went to like different instructors um and some will to be more music theory using the hertz being like this vibration is and i totally agree different vibrations are for different healing um but Everything in every single I mean in every single one of them there's a consistent the intention is everything the
0: mm-hmm. intention
1: you go into it is everything um and you can go ahead and get like as many like bowls as you want super super fancy I get it <laughs> but at the end of the day you can go ahead and get like a Tibetan bowl and they're a little bit harder to come by now because they're all hand but
0: This little guy, like, does so much, you know? (laughs) pretty, too. I love the way, I just love the way they look. It's so pretty. Yeah. (laughs) It's
1: like,
0: ah, like it's like this really amazing thing. And I'm like, oh.
1: (laughs) I've turned into, like, the crazy woman that doesn't leave her apartment. So, like, these are my friends. They talk to me. (laughs) I tell my fiancé, I'm like, The neighbors probably think I'm insane. They're like, oh that that girl that doesn't
0: come out. (laughs) Like (laughs) inside here. (laughs) I'm doing quite all right. Like,
1: (laughs) like, what do you mean quarantine? Everybody's been inside the entire time. (laughs) I'm kidding. But um yeah, it's just they they really it's it's a practice that's it's so old, right? It's well old but ancient. Where it's like five thousand years, it's hard to go ahead and just sum it up in one way. But what yeah. is what is consistent is the intention is everything. If you want this person to let go and let it in, usually that will happen. <laughs> you know, like if you want to go ahead and heal something,
0: it'll it'll make way for it. If that makes sense, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I love. Thank you for sharing. And anybody who is curious, I'm we'll have a link to your Instagram, like definitely follow Illy because, um, her page is awesome. And she does talk about these things. So if you're curious or you want to know more, um, you could, you should check her out. But what I'm curious is now, like, so now it's fun because it's almost like all these things, it's like, it's almost like you're like growing so many branches now, like now that you've owned and accepted this, it's like come flooding into your life because you're doing the sound healing. Like you're doing the family constellation thing. And I know it's kind of fun to hear all like, this is exciting for me. Cause I'm like, Oh, what does this grow into? I feel like you're constantly expanding. It's like, these are all tools for something bigger. <laughs> what that is. I don't know. I don't even know if you know, but it seems like you're open to like letting this flow happen. So, um, where do you feel like you're at now with things? Like how do you manage or t- I don't even know what the question is. <laughs> I,
1: I feel like I'm so, I'm such a geek, right? I just want to know all the information and that's not going to happen. But I also feel like I want, it is, it's all so interesting and I want to know as much as I can. And there's always opportunity to learn, right? And this is one way to show up for myself to understanding my world and my life better, but a way for me to show up for my clients, right? When it comes to family constellation, families are complicated, right? Families are complicated. So let's go ahead and try to help there as well. And the more I expand, the more I can be helpful to the world. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. And um, that's where I feel like I am. And I I, I feel like it's almost naive um, to think you know everything. You don't. It's right. not- it's the more you know it's almost like it's like Deggy says it's like the more you
0: know, the more you realize you don't know shit <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> so true. yeah um, so true yes
1: and it, it's funny because i had this conversation recently with someone and he's like oh he was talking about god and i was like i don't know i think there's something whether it's a man woman or whatever i'm not sure and he's like woman Ha ha ha, ha, ha. and i'm like Hey, man, I don't know anything. So how am I supposed to go ahead and like cut that out? Right. Also, hey, man, like
0: chill. <laughs> but in <that's> general. Right. <laughs> she um, most definitely is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Non-binary.
1: Nation. <I, laughs> <laughs> <but, laughs> right. Um, in general.
0: They are the full spectrum is what it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. But that's my point. It's like, I can't go ahead and pretend to know everything. Yeah. My job, I think everyone's job is to constantly be growing and constantly to be learning. And it's so rewarding and it's so beautiful. And things start to make sense and then something else doesn't start to make sense. So you go down that road and you're like, okay, then show me this, show me this. And there's no real way to know everything. You're not, but you can know more information to be beneficial for you and like for me, for in my practice, and that's really something really, really I'm passionate about. Is when it comes to sound healing, my main goal is to go ahead and maybe help prevent illnesses, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then family constellation therapy. My main goal is to make the family work for you, oh. right? The family dynamic work for you and heal that. And again, I haven't gotten my certification yet, but I'm really excited to start offering that. And I think that. I don't think it'll be here. Like, I think I'll keep on growing. I think that that's what we should do.
0: Um, but yeah, that's where I am. (laughs) It does. It feels like you're picking up all these things and like, you're going to be able to use them. I don't know why I get this feeling. I feel like you're somebody who's going to be like traveling, you know, Uh, like you're going to have to, I don't know why, but I feel like it's like, you know, you'll have your home base, but it feels like you're, you're you have something bigger going on. That's going to like bring you all over the place. Oh, I think you're so psychic. I mean,
1: like, I think that we will probably move. Like my, my fiance is Italian.
0: Oh like,
2: uh,
1: he, was, <laughs> he was like um raised in Italy and I met him in Florence. And um so
0: we'll probably move there eventually.
1: But I think it's so funny that you pick up like the traveling because it's such a passion of mine too. It's just like, where can we go next? I wanna see this, I wanna see that, and now I'm even also more excited to do it after like the quarantine and everything is over because I just want to feel it. I don't think, I feel like I was, I feel like maybe before when I traveled, it was a little bit more like a checklist, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I see this, I see this, I did this, this was fun. Um, but now I'm more curious to be like, I want to feel that. I want to feel that tree there. And I want to feel that vibration. And I want to be more hyper aware of it in the way that I wasn't before.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel that so much. You know what it's like? It's like, remember, I don't know if you're in school and they'd have the transparency sheets. Do you know? Yeah. what I'm talking about? It's like, they'd have the body and then you could do a transparency and be like, this is all like the veins and arteries. And then, and then it's like, these are all the muscles. Right. And it's like, Ooh, and you're doing the layers. It feels like when you say that, that's how I've been feeling about things. It's like, you can go and do things, but now it's like, you're able to see this new layer of things. And you can experience it from a new place. That is so exciting to me. And I do feel like that's, what's going to be fun. Because when you travel, I feel like you're going to be able to speak to things in such a different way now, because you kind of like, you're in this place in your life. Like that's exciting to me.
1: Yeah. I'm super excited. And by the way,
0: when you move to Florence, I'm definitely going to Florence. (laughs) I'm definitely going to come visit (laughs) there.
1: I like tell him all the time. It's like, you know, we're going to have to have like extra rooms, right? <laughs> because I like want my friends to come. And it's also Italy's been, I, I used to live there. Um, and that's how I met him. But it's also just been such a place where it's like, yes, my hometown's New York, but my home is Italy, you know? Like, and I think I ignored it for a long time because it was like, no, I need to go get a job in New York. So I came back to New York and he followed. But now that I feel like sound, I'm like, there's only one place I want to be. And I think that'll be my home base. And hopefully I can go ahead and travel more. But um, I love the fact that you picked on it, and also takes a traveler to know a traveler.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, it's sad because like I really haven't traveled in so long and it's um my, and that's been one of the sad things in life. But in a way, like how you're describing, it's been kind of a gift because I feel it coming. And when it comes, I feel like it is just gonna be like, I don't know, in a different way. I can't even really put words to it, but. One is we'll be visiting you. Okay. This is my own projection of what I want for you, but I want you to get some like get it country Italian villa with a guest house. Ah, the guest house. Let's do it. So I can stay for extended time. Cause I'm gonna be like, maybe I need a home base here too. I feel like I need multiple home bases.
1: I love it. Let's
0: do it. That's I my selfish it. projection for <laughs> for your situation if I up. have a say
1: Everything. yeah
0: if I have a say I'm gonna put my two cents in
1: I love it I, I also like I'm really excited to be able to like practice like sound healing and
0: sound therapy in nature in yes area. yes so, I wonder too like have you well because how long were you in Italy for Uh, two
1: years I would say
0: oh wow so like go that's gonna be interesting too just being like amongst like a in like a totally different place I wonder like I'm just curious about that because now you're so in tune with that like what that energy will feel like when you go over there I'm sure you can probably a little bit tell just because you lived there but like yeah I I don't even know what I'm saying like with the people or how that might be different I think it will, it
1: will be different. And I think that's why I'm running
0: there. Like, I'm like, I feel like once like
1: quarantine lifts, I'm going to be like, where's my ticket? (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's like what I told you before, where it was just like, I feel like we're constantly dying a rebirth, like giving ourselves a rebirth. And I feel like now I'm really curious and going because I'm like, I feel like my rebirth happened a while ago. And I feel like this, not a while ago, but like, long enough where it's like completely immersed in a way like the activation is important but also the integration is important and i feel like the integration is kind of like okay it's in <laughs> and hopefully it stays enough before the next growth so i can see it like that um but i'm excited to go back and see it again
0: in almost what i feel like would be new eyes and new sensory um Yes. So, and this is like where I feel like, again, one of the things with the program is like, because like you talking about that, I get so excited. And then I realize this is why it's so important to find these people that have the energy you want to be in, because it's like, it's contagious. And it's almost like, I feel like I can like, feel that. And it's like, I'm taking a little bit of that with me now, because it's like, yes. So it's so important when they say who you're with and who you talk to, right. Cause it's like, your energy is so good. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like you're giving me something now. And it's like, it's kind of expanding me even in this moment as we talk. And I'm like, I need to do certain things like this. Right. Like, um, I love these conversations for this reason. I love have talking about this because it's like, you never know what you're going to get. And it is like a gift if you're open to these things and it helps you grow and expand.
1: Yeah. And I love that you say that because I feel similarly to you. I feel like I'm also benefiting from being around you and like how well you express yourself and how welcoming you are. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like I can
0: do this too. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I know. And that is the thing, like being, I. it's funny because like I could talk very easily, but like for the longest time I was like, I don't want to be seen. Like Instagram was like one of the hardest things for me, but it was also again, same, the one of the biggest spiritual lessons, because now I'm kind of getting to a point like, yeah, just like be yourself. And I know it's fun. Like when I say these things, it's like, you hear this stuff all the time. I heard it, but I was like so annoyed for so long because like, I couldn't get past certain things. And now it's like, oh, there's so much liberation being able to express yourselves and um, it feels right. It feels good. And that's, and that's the thing too. Like you have so much to say. That's why I love doing this. And like, it makes sense for me to do the podcast. Cause it's like, yeah, like I want everybody to start like coming out, coming out of their shell so we can like create this space for ourselves. Like for too long, I, there's so many people that like hold it in and like deny it. And I'm like, none of that anymore. Let's come out, let's create a space that's like fun and exciting and feels so good. Like we need this.
1: It's so real. I love that you said that because I think Instagram was a thing for me too. And I was almost like, I felt more comfortable backstage. And I was like, no, I belong backstage. Yeah. I was like, why should I like try to show myself? Who am I? And I felt like there was almost like a negative to like showing myself, you know, like, it's almost like I felt like people were going to judge me for it and be like, oh my God, who does she think she is? Like putting a picture of herself. And
0: now I'm like, Wait, okay. <laughs> like I like I my it's I so like, cool. like As an empath too, That's I'm just so aware. Like even at parties, when I come here, it's like, if I go to a party, it's like, I'm the observer for a minute. I'm taking yeah. everything in. So I think with like social media, it's like, there's so much going on. It's like, ah, how do you even enter? And then it's like, okay. Like it, it has taken me a while, but like, yeah. We need to start showing up like and yeah so thank you again for being here because this was bold for you I know this was for me actually it was so easy you're so easy to talk to like I say this every time I could probably talk for five hours you' like easy like it's already been an hour and 40 minutes which um is hilarious because I, it's like I'm just looking at the time I'm like oh my gosh but um not that that's whatever, good or bad, but it's like, it's so easy. And it's, it, makes me feel so good to be with people. Um, so it's like, oh, I just want to live here. I was without it for so long. And now that I found it, I'm not letting this go. (laughs) You know, like I just want more and more people to like come to the table. Like, thank you to you. Thank you to dig and eat. I don't know how it's like sometimes at certain points, she's probably like, okay, Rose, enough with the (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what the, yeah, she's not that. No, she's not like that at all. But like, it makes me laugh because I'm like, I can't stop thanking her for what she created and bringing people together. Like this was huge. This was such a big deal.
1: Absolutely, so much like love to her and. I just feel I feel really grateful to like be able to talk to you honestly I think that you're such a beautiful light it's just like so easy and you're right I, I can go on probably for like five hours <laughs> before i are gonna start looking for us <laughs> but I think that um it really is almost uh liberating in a way to be like hey here and I feel very very blessed to be able to share this experience with you.
0: Oh Ellie. This is, okay, I feel like we're kind of closing up. I don't know if we meant to get to this point, but we're, I think this is a good point. And like, okay, so my final remark, my final thing for you, I guess, would be, um, what is kind of like, okay, dream scenario, dream vision of like, just let's have fun. It doesn't even have to be specific, like world peace. If you want to say that, go for it. But like, what is like a dream (laughs) image you have for the future of something you want to like birth into this world. That is just unbelievably remarkable. Granted this will change a million times, but right now, where, where are you at? What do you want?
1: Definitely world peace is one.
0: No, 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 I didn't mean to say it like that. But that's obviously a great answer. <laughs> don't say world peace. Whatever you say is fine. I'm just.
1: um In like an ideal situation with love, it, it, it sounds really simple. I feel almost a little like childish. Oh, <laughs> but I like, love it. Um, like if it turns out to have like an actual practice or, or, but really, I really would just like to be like helping the loads of people, right? For me, if I can have an effect on someone who's going through a hard time and then they're like, hey, she made it, I can make it. Um, that's what I want. Yeah. that's where like, ideally it's like, if I can, the more he- people I can help, if I can help hundreds of and thousands of people, whether it be like through a book or whether it be that they see me, I'm not sure exactly how, but like, for me, the more consciousness that we have is like my number one, like priority. And that means like, not just with humans, with animals, with the world, just to have us in a place where, we really are like taking a minute to listen to each other, really understand each other. And I think that sometimes the healing has to happen before we can open that up. But um, ideally, that's just where I want to be. I want to be able to help.
0: I feel like I'm a fifth grader. saying that. Well, <laughs> so just, I like, think it's beautiful, Ilya, And this is I do. You have so much path. You are absolutely one. I already feel that for you. You're already on that path. It is going to be what happens for you. And I think you've already invited that in. It's starting to unfold and show itself up. Um, I I think it's beautiful. I mean, again, I feel like you've gone through some stuff to be able to say like that is your path and you're actually doing it. Like you're trying to you're not even trying. You were doing it. So um, I love it you are that person. I like, I'm so excited to see what else comes out of you. I'm going to like, oh. yeah, I'm going to be the creep. Who's always like, where are you at now, Ellie?
1: <laughs> I, I want to sign up. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I also feel like I like want to know what yours is too, though. And I feel like it's okay to say that you want like an Italian home right next. Oh to
0: my you. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Cause I feel like, I'm almost, I'm almost for the first time letting go of any ideas and letting things show up to me because I feel like sometimes wow. I, for a little bit, I thought I was like limiting myself. So now I'm in this place where I'm like, I'm just going to be surprised and we're just going to go and we're just unfold yeah. and I'm not going to try to picture it too much. And event, I mean, I always get pictures of things, but like, I'm going to be open to it. So yes, it's going to hey, be look- that's perfect. Because I feel like
1: you did so much better of a job explaining exactly what I think as well, where it's just like, you just also have to go with it. Yeah, and like, no, yeah. where they are, because there are so many and like live in the moment, come back to right here where it's just like, wow, I'm just like, really happy that I get to be here right now.
0: Uh, okay, so I'm gonna say goodbye. I'm gonna link everything that I um, we've talked about, so you can contact Illy on her IG, which, what is your IG right now? Just so you can see. <laughs> well, it's like at in dot in love, um, for, um, sessions. And
1: then if you just like me at illy.mg. <laughs> well,
0: I'll have that. I'll have some of the books that we are talking about. Um, I love you so much. I am like a weird, like fan friend of yours. Like I'm 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 so Same great. This game. is amazing. Um and um I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm eventually going to have you on again for something else. Oh, <laughs> that sounds good. Episode 1. With- I'm so excited about that. <laughs> um, thank you everybody for listening and I want to say goodbye. Thank you and I will see you again very soon. All right, so I hope you guys enjoy. That was, you guys just witnessed me and Ellie having a love fest with each other. (laughs) She's so fun to talk to. And yeah, and thanks again, Illy, for sharing your story. I know a lot of people are going to love this. And if you guys want to continue to talk, go to my Instagram at The Psychic Salon, and we can have a conversation there if you have any questions for Illy. But I know the thing you guys want to know is how you can follow Illy, and she is on Instagram at illy.m.g. And she also has her website, inlightinlove.com, where you can book a healing sound healing session with her. Um, I will also put links below for you guys to check that out. And I'll also put links below for the book, Sound Medicine, which she had mentioned, and also the hidden messages in water. So in case you guys are interested in checking that out, but until the next episode, I hope you guys have a wonderful day, week, whatever else is going on in between now and the next time we talk. So.